you, Father, for your goodness in our life. Lord, we thank you. We praise you, Lord, for your word that we're about to hear. Lord, let it come into our heart and change our lives forever. It's your word that's fully established in our life, that's established in this earth and in heaven forever. And we thank you, Lord, for your word tonight going forth into our hearts and changing us. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Praise God. You may be seated. Thank you, Brother Dave. And I also want to take an opportunity to say thank you to our pastors you know, our pastors, obviously their schedules are pretty busy, and, and I say that in a good thing. You know, God's mandate on their life and the anointing on their life has them, in, you know, there and, and taking care of our pastor, uh, or their pastor, Pastor Caldwell. You know, that's a blessing to us, too. That's a blessing to us to be connected into that, that, that heritage of faith that, through Pastor Caldwell that our pastor is there, so, and, I, and I appreciate the opportunity that, to be trusted and asked to be able to administer God's word tonight to you. And, and I'll just let you all know, I love my Faith Builders family. I love every one of you. Amen. So it's, uh, it's <laughs> did you say, you better. <laughs> Praise the Lord. What's not to love? All right. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Well, I don't plan on being long. I don't plan on it. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I got a lot of stares and some grunts. All right. I'm going to minister tonight on responding to receive. Now, I've, we've ministered this before, but, you know, praying it out and, and asking God, okay, what direction would you like, you know, to go in? And there's a lot of things that are being, that the utterance, I feel like it has increased in our fellowship from our pastors through the men and women of God that have been invited to minister, there's just such an increase of direction and word. You know what? That's our prayers going forth in cause and making power available. We pray that our pastors and the speakers would have utterance, a doorway of utterance, and we're receiving it. We're receiving that. And there's a way that we respond to that that's appropriate. There's an appropriate response to pull on that anointing that is in the offices that stand behind this pulpit here or in Little Rock. There, there, you, know, you can pull from that office, but there's a, a response from all of us when we are under the word that we're responsible for. A couple few weeks ago, I ministered about, you know, you're responsible for what you hear. Well, there's a, there's a, there's a spiritual response we have to take when we hear something. It's just not taking responsibility, but it's taking action. Faith requires action. Whether that's speaking, praying, there is an action that we must take. And so, something that really, when we're talking about responding, something that we were at uh, uh, the expansion group at our house, and uh, Shane Fairburn, we were sitting there discussing, talking about re responding and, and reaction. And he said, there's a reason, he said it, he said, there's a reason they call them first responders, not first reactors. And I said, and we talked about that and discussed it, but I started digging into that a little bit more. And a reaction is done on impulse without putting much thought into it or considering what the end result may be. There are a lot of people reacting to things. They're not responding. There's a reaction. Oh, well, you see something? We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna react. Knee-jerk reactions, in other words. It's just something. You're not thinking about what your reaction is going to produce. There's a book back there called First Words Matter, Last Words Stand. It's about responding correctly. 
It's about answering a situation out of a response, not a reaction. Taking time to think about the end result of what you are about to do or say, not just having something thrown out there and think, okay, well, that'll take care of it. That's like putting a Band-Aid on a... On, on, on a what is yeah, on a bullet wound. I was going to go with a leaking dam, but that's okay. It's a, <laughs> a bullet wound, sure. Praise the Lord. So here's a, here's a response. A response is an answer to an action or situation with an end result in mind. A response is an answer to an action or situation with an end result in mind. So when you are responding, you are end result minded in your response. You are answering something with the end result in mind of what you desire for that outcome to turn out. So a proper response in something is required of a Christian life in faith. Faith is always looking to the end result. Faith is not looking at the current situation. Faith is looking to the end result. It is calling those things that are not, right? That be not as though they were, they are. Hallelujah. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's the end result of what you're hoping for. It is the substance. It is the thing that looks to the end result, not just the current situation. So a response, a proper response, is an end result-minded action on your part that provides a, a, a direction for your faith. It will help direct your words when you stop and think, I'm not reacting, I'm going to respond. Pastor Marie was talking about it. Thank God for our pastors, the way they say, I'm going to pray about that. They're just not re re reacting to stuff, but they're responding in a spiritual manner. Spirit-led people respond, not react. Why? Because you're taking a moment to consult with the Holy Spirit about what you're about to do or say. Anybody been there where you did not consult with the Holy Spirit? And you said. And you ate the fruit of what you said. Right? So there are, are things, you know, as a, as a Christian, as we're growing and maturing in things, that we recognize that I am to respond, not react. The world reacts to everything. My goodness. There's a lot of reaction right now. But you know what? We, we, we're, we're responding with joy. The Roe v. Wade thing that just got overturned. We're responding with joy. Why? Because there was a decision, there was a, re a response to when it was first implemented that took 50 years. 50 years. Now it is a joyous time for us, but we still have a response to those children who have yet to be born. Amen. We have a response and responsibility to single women, orphans as a church. The Bible says take care of them. We have a responsibility for that. How are we going to respond as Christians? How are we going to respond to somebody who doesn't fully maybe understand, you know, how a life in Christ or with how do I live with this baby? How do I live with this? How do I proceed? 
Well, the church is here. And if we're responding correctly to them in love and in peace and, and, and let them know everything's going to be okay and be a support, it'll get done correctly because we'll be following the Holy Spirit in it and not just reacting to that single mom who comes in with, with a bunch of babies or, or, or is pregnant, right? And we're responding correctly to produce life in that, that mom and that family, whoever it is. Amen. Amen? A little side note there. Praise the Lord. So we are in results minded because faith is in, in results minded. Amen? 1 John chapter 4. Hallelujah. Or excuse me, John chapter 4, not 1 John. John chapter 4, and we're going to start in verse uh, 21. Well, verse 20. It says, Our fathers worshipped in this mountain, and you say that in Jerusalem is the place where men ought to worship. Jesus said unto her, this is a woman at the well, Woman, believe me, the hour cometh when you shall neither in this mountain nor yet at Jerusalem worship the Father. You worship, you know not what. We know what we worship, for salvation is of the Jews. But the hour comes, and now is. Say, now is. Now is. When the true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeks such to worship Him. He's seeking spirit-led people to worship Him. In spirit. Not just a natural reaction but a response to Him. We're respond when we enter into spirit and truth and worship Him, we're responding to God. It is a response, not a reaction. And we're responding to Him in spirit and truth, and the Father seeks such to worship Him. In verse 24, God is a spirit. And then that worship Him must worship Him in spirit and in truth. The way I respond determines the way I receive. The way I respond. So it says, God is a spirit and they that worship him must. There's a must in there. That is the prescribed way God has put forth in his word. What Pastor Murray said this morning, there's principle. It is the principle in God's word of how he desires you to worship him. In spirit and in truth. I'm worshiping in spirit, not out of reaction. I said that again. So there's a response. When you are walking and flowing in the Spirit in the direction of God, there is a true... Let me back up and say it this way. Worship has taken on some weird secular type. Not everything. There's, 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 there's a flow of emotions in a lot of Christian music now. And they call it worship... But it's not worship. It's, there was a, <laughs> I don't know if, if it's still out there or not, but there was a spoof music, uh, some guy made up some music thing, and it was all about it was worship, modern worship, and he was just, it was kind of mo poking fun, but there was so much, he was wrapping this into, like, this is really what it's about. And he was just like, you know, enter into... Uh, inner song, sad song, inner, you know, he's like, sad, sad line, sad, sad line. But Jesus, he shines. And then it was like, then, then back to me, back to me, back to me, all about me, all about me, all about me. 
in Jesus. And then back to me, back to me, back to me, back to me. And then, you know, and it went on this whole crescendo of like, but God did this for me. And then it was all back to me. And it was just this whole, it was, you know, comical. But at the same time, there was some like realization like he's talking about modern worship. So there was no spirit or truth in, in what he's doing. But there are people who, who will kind of move on this emotional realm. And it's, and it's something to cause a reaction out of you, an emotional reaction. Amen. I'm, I'm not getting on everybody's music. You know, I'm just, this is not an indictment or anything to what you listen to. That's, but there's, you can't enter into a realm of worship when you start getting emotional. Right. Does it make sense? I mean, there's joy. We dance, we shout, we praise God at times, right? But that is, a, that, well, that's emotion. That is a response to the joy that's been built in my heart. That could be, in the right time and context, that is, appropriate, that is an appropriate response to the flow of the, the service. And then there's a wrong time of flow. During, God is so good. You start running around this building and be like, excuse me, hold on, hold up, Right? That may not be the flow. So there's a time. And so when you're following and flowing in the spirit, that worship will connect with God. That will connect. Amen? And so Jesus said, our worship, our adoration, our reverence was in spirit and truth. So I must respond spiritually to receive spiritually. So when I'm worshiping spiritually and I'm responding spiritually, I'll receive spiritual things. If I'm responding in emotional, like we we're just talking about, like just emotional outburst of things, and oh God, you know, like and just bring this whole emotion thing, it's you know, when you're just sad about stuff, and just you know, this oh, this song gets me every time. You know, I mean, I like there's certain songs I like to beat, and it makes me you know get up and dance a little bit more. But you know what? That's not so much a spiritual thing. That just that I just like it. But then there are times when songs that maybe I don't like so much, but if I get in there into, into the spirit realm, and say, like, you know what? This song is, is speaking directly to God. This is worshiping Him. I'm entering into a response, not a reaction. I'm responding to the spirit. And I'm receiving spiritual things in that atmosphere. Amen? Amen? Do you want to receive what you need faster? Amen? Anybody want to, does anybody want snail mail or instant email? Amen? Instant email. Except for Pastor Marie. She doesn't want it when she's, you know, except for her phone. You got to watch this morning's message. I do have a smart watch, but it's on mute. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So it says, do you want to receive what you need faster? Then respond spiritually to every situation. If you don't respond spiritually to situations, you're only going to reap what the natural flesh could give you. Which is corruption. It's corrupt. Praise the Lord. There is a, re, re, you respond spiritually to every situation. And we talked about response. Pastor Marie talked about fire ants this morning. You remember the fire ant story? You know, it was something that stood out to me, and I don't know if you were trained for this, but it, you guys had cones out. There was, that was a response. That wasn't a reaction. 
you say, okay, what? So the end result is these cones will help deter the students from playing around these fire ants at the playground. Well, what happens when they get into them? Because they do, right? The, that one kid. He got in. There was a response that took place, and she talked about it, where they took the kids, stripped them down, put them, you know, and then took the clothes. and did. There were steps in there to provide a quick answer for that child. And, he was, and then she talked about the personal, the, the family that had at your house. Took the same response and provided quick relief. Now, what if she didn't have, a, she reacted and just started patting them down? I mean, if I don't know anything about fire ants, if you start touching them, hitting them, they're going to start biting, right? That's just the way they are. And you start patting them down and didn't take the clothes off. And it takes a while to get, you know, and just like, let's brush them off. Didn't take the clothes off. Didn't do all this stuff. That would be an, it wouldn't have been a reaction because the end result's not in her mind about getting everything taken care of then. There was a faster result because of a response, not a reaction. When you respond spiritually to things, you have faster results in the spirit than you would reacting in the flesh. When you react out of an outburst, praise the Lord, preaching to myself at times. When you re- respond out of an outburst because you see something that, doesn't, that may not line up to what God said in His Word, do not enter into the realm of the flesh and have a flesh fit. I want to make sure I say that right. Don't get over into the carnal thinking of things and forget that God's Word is everlasting and true. Did he say he would save you and your household? Then it doesn't matter what you see. Don't react to that child acted a fool. Amen? Don't react to that bank statement. Don't react to that that disease or sickness that looks like it's trying to knock on your family's life. Not you, you're somebody out there, right? Amen? You're protected. But that's something that you have to take into consideration every time the devil tries to throw something your way or bring something to your thought. There is a response of the Spirit that I must maintain and responsible for in my life to produce the spiritual results that I want. Amen. Not out of a reaction. Praise the Lord. Carnal, carnal responses, Romans chapter 8. kind of mentioned it earlier. It's probably one of my favorite chapters in the Bible, especially in Romans. There's a lot in there, but I don't even know where to start. Well, let's start in verse 1. Mind if I go this rabbit trail here? I knew this was coming, but didn't know so soon. Amen. Romans chapter 8, verse 1. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. You can almost say who do not respond or react out of the flesh, but respond in the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. Praise the Lord. For what the law could not do, in that was weak through the flesh, God sending His own Son into the likeness of sinful, uh, sinful flesh, and for sin condemned sin in the flesh. That the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. 
Okay, you can say this, that, that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not or do not react to the flesh, after the flesh, react fleshly, carnally, but respond to the Spirit. For they that are reacting to the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are responding to the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. We're after the things of the Spirit in this life. We are spirit, soul, and body. So what comes to, what's the priority? Our spirit. You go on down, and it says, for, uh, for to be carnally minded is death. Your response, carnal responses, produce death. This is not a condemnation message. <laughs> I'm not condemning anybody. If you've ever done it, don't worry. Like, get, just understand that we move over into the spirit realm, and this is what we're gonna, how I'm going to respond from now on. I'm not going to have a carnal reaction to things because the Word of God, which is true, it's truth, says to be carnally minded, carnally re uh, uh, reactive, is death. Right. Praise the Lord. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. To respond spiritually, life and peace. Amen? Because the carnal mind is enmity or it's an enemy against God. My goodness. That's a strong statement. Your thinking, nat natural reasoning, is an enemy of God. Isaiah talks about this in chapter 55 where it says, My ways are higher than your ways. My thoughts are higher than your thoughts, but a correct way of saying is like my ways, not your ways. Take on my thoughts. Take on my thinking, not your thinking. Why? Because your thinking is carnal. And he's given us a doorway through the Holy Spirit indwelling us now in this new life. So from Isaiah, he said, think about this. Try to take these thoughts on. Now we have access directly to the throne room through the Holy Spirit as being born again children of God that we have the Holy One on the inside of us. That we have that spirit mind now on the inside of us. We have access to be spiritually minded in all things and respond accordingly into that realm. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. So then, for it is subject to the law, of, uh, not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. Verse 8 says, So then, they that are in the flesh cannot please God. You cannot please God. What, what pleases God? Faith. Faith pleases God. So when you are responding out of your flesh, you're not in faith. Not in faith. And you're not pleasing God in that. This is not a, please, this is not a, they, not you, somebody is not pleasing God because they're not responding. All right, praise the Lord. You get the gist of it, amen? You understand that it's important stuff. Romans 8 is a freeing chapter, but it has, it's rich in our life in Christ and being spiritually led. You know, there are people who react to things all the time and it doesn't produce anything but the same result that they're getting. Because they're not spiritually responding to stuff. You, you know. Do I, do I say it? Relationships. 
Relate. I'm looking at my here relationships. <laughs> the same results you're getting from your relationship is because maybe you haven't listened to the Spirit about the direction for that relationship. Amen. You know, there are personal story. There are people that I grew up around that just live around the corner that I don't associate with. Why? It's not because they'll pull me into sin or they'll, they'll do something wrong. It's just, listen, the same problems, like I've known you all my life. It's this vicious cycle, if you will, of just the same bad things happening, the same mindset that it just doesn't ever end. And every time you talk to them about it, it just doesn't change. It's because... What happens is they'll have this good season and then they'll respond out of the, react out of the flesh that way and get the results a couple months later. Why is this happening to me again? Why am I always short? Why am I? It's because it is not dealt with out of a spirit, out of the spirit. It's dealt with. And that relationship, if you're listening and hanging around them too much, that is baggage. She talked about the, the things that so easily beset us. There are relationships that can easily beset you in your walk with God, in your race that is set before you. You, Being a youth pastor, there was an example of that we have, and one of them is, is carrying baggage. you got bags and you're carrying everything, and you're weighted down, right? And you're carrying that stuff, and there are things that you can let go of. But some people just hold on to that baggage and haven't even been in that bag for years. <laughs> listen, listen, I've got stuff in my storage that I was like, why? I haven't even touched it. Why is it still here? Enough said. There's no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. <laughs> And I'm like, it, does, it doesn't make any sense. I know somebody who goes and buys things just to buy it and to have it. And I'm thinking, why do you have it? Well, that's for this. I'm like, do you use it for that? Well, no, not yet. How long have you had it for years? What? what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. That is a reaction to a good deal. Not thinking of the end result. Amen? <laughs> Praise the Lord. I'll just go by it, yeah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And that's, that's uh, you can't hold on. Where God is taking you is spiritual mindedness. And you have to have the spiritual mindedness and have that ability to associate yourself with people of like precious faith. You know, my world changed whenever I started, I, you know, I cut a lot of those carnal relationships out. Not like being mean to somebody, you know, I'm not, I'm not telling you, but back, you know, kick them to the curb. <laughs> That's not walking in love, but you know what, you know, and slowly you say, you know what, the direction for my life that God has for me and the call of God and the family that I dream of having, you're bad news. You do not fit in God's plan for my family's life. 
I love you. Love you. Smile and wave. But do you understand what I'm talking about? I'm not talking about just being mean to people because, you know, they don't see things the way you do. But you know what? You can explain to them in a nice, loving way. Look, listen, I've got to follow the plan of God for my life. When you start telling people very honestly about the plan of God for your life and what God's plan for your life is, they'll be like, okay. They'll move away from you, especially if they're not for you. Amen. I'm, I'm helping somebody. That, if you talk about the plan of God for your life with somebody and they're all for it, then you don't have to get rid of them. Why am I here, Lord? Help me, Jesus. I'm not talking, I'm not telling, I mean, I got an unction. <laughs> I'm not trying to say, I'm, I'm not saying this to be mean. But if you are being pulled down, what's the, what's the end result for that? I'm reacting to a relationship and not responding to that relationship. I'm responding with what God's plan is in every one of my relationships. If it doesn't fit, if you don't fit, not, not you. Somebody doesn't fit in the plan of God for my life. I need to ask God, well, what's my part in their life? It may not have any part in their life. You can't just take everybody on. I'm helping somebody. You can't just take everything on and everybody's problems and everybody's situation and make them your own because you're the spiritual one. That doesn't have, that's not how it works. You can pray for that person that they get a hold of plan, the plan of God for their life. But it doesn't mean you are the plan of God for their life. Amen. And I'm responding out of love out of kindness to that person, but I'm also responding and establishing God's plan for my life for that. Praise the Lord. That is, that, that's, amen. amen. We talk about responding. There's, there's actually uh, honor is a response. Honor is a natural response to the things of God. It, it, what I'm saying is like you, there, there's an action with honor, right? It's a spiritual thing, but it comes with action. First uh, Samuel chapter 2. First Samuel chapter 2. Those who honor me, I will honor, is what he, is what he says in his word. Be, be far from it. Those who honor me, I will honor. My goodness, that'll settle a lot of things in your life right there. If you're wondering if God has a... Look, check the honor level. If there's honor in your life for the things of God, honor for, for uh, his gifts and callings, meaning the gift of God, the pastor that's behind the pulpit, the speakers that, if you're honoring them properly, guess what? God will honor you. Amen. Get it out of your mind about the whole, the, who the personality is. It's not about the personality. It's about the anointing on that person that God has called. We get so tied up in personalities, I think. You know, we got this, this movement that's, TikTok movement of, of uh, what do they call it? Influencers. Right? And a lot of it's based on personality. It's based on, you know, their personality or their looks. And it, they may not have an education. They may, they may have an education. I don't know. But the problem is, is people are re reacting to these influencers based off of a personality. And it's entertainment for, what, seven seconds or whatever it might be, whatever the, how long the videos are. 
we've got to remove, as Christians, we've got to recognize that it was God's call on that person that brought them here, that put them there. It's God's call, His anointing on their life. It's not about the man or the woman. It's not about the personality. They are subjected to the call of God on their life to be able to speak forth the things that you need to hear. If it, was a, if it wasn't, I want to say this, God has called people to do that. And he doesn't have to consult you to do it. Yeah. Amen? Or, you know, like, there's a call of God, and we will get upset if our favorite speaker's not here. Why? Why? I'm just... Amen. The, it begs the question then why do you come? Why are you attending? To hear your favorite speaker or to receive the spiritual things from God? That's a response. That is a response that we take. Amen? Don't go and be wrong. Pastor is my favorite pastor. He's my spiritual father. We ha- you know, we have those spiritual connections, so please don't misunderstand what I'm saying. But do we get upset, or is it ha- do we lay out when it's not my cup of tea behind the pulpit? That's not an indictment, please. That's not, that, that pastor down the road, when he's gone <laughs> and has somebody else in there, praise the Lord, do, we, do they lay out? All right, well, we're talking about honor here. In Matthew chapter 13, praise the Lord. Matthew chapter 13 and verse 54. says, When he come into his own country, he taught them in their synagogue, insomuch that they were astonished and said, Where is this man? Where hath this man this wisdom and these mighty works? So not only did they hear, they saw. They saw. Signs confirming those words, Amen. Verse 55, is this not the carpenter's son? Is this not his mother called Mary? And his brethren James and Joseph and Simon and Judas and his sisters? Are they not all with us? Where has this man all these things? Where did he get this stuff? Where did he, what, what, what's up with this? And they were offended in him. But Jesus said to them, a prophet is not without honor, save in his own country, in his own house. He's saying that he's, he's being honored everywhere he goes except for here. Except for here. He's being honored, it doesn't matter where he goes, but except for here, all, you can't look past the natural thing. You can't look past the color of, the, the, put it this way, you can't look past the beard. I'm just using that as an example. Some people can't. Some people can't. So they took all this consideration. Isn't that... <laughs> I'm going to use me as an example, okay? Because it's the best one I have. All right, Chrissy, is that okay? All right. <laughs> she said okay, so... You know, aren't you Kath- Kathleen's son? That piano player's son? Yeah, piano players? So it, and it's true. You know, not too long ago, uh, I was asked uh, a family member... Um, 
distant family member for us, but uh, passed away, and I was asked to do to officiate the, the service. And there was all these people, the family I haven't seen for a long time, and, you know, and it was that situation, you know, it's, it's, un, it's unfortunate, but that's, you know, uh, we're there for that, but it was like a little bit of a reunion. But people were just like, you're a preacher now? You know? I mean, people will remind you of your past. Right. Or, you know, whatever. They'll be like, aren't you that? Nah, 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 nah. And of course, after this, you know, ceremony, everybody was like, that was so great. And the people who knew me were very appreciative. You know, they were like, they knew, you know, they were just like, that was really good. Thank you so much. Beautiful service. Praise God. But then you see those people are just kind of like, <laughs> and missed spiritual things of what was being said and rescues that might have been being mentioned in those things. But they just could not get past that little Ronnie Bill. <laughs> it's a nickname. Ronnie Bill is in this position. Thank God. I mean, just thank God I'm in this position. Because if I would have, if I would follow your plan for my life, I may not be here. I mean, Amen. naturally, I may not be here. But following the plan of God, responding to the spiritual things brought, brought me into this thing. But you know what? Jesus had the same problem with his own hometown. Even though they saw, they witnessed the great things, they heard the wisdom. But they could not get past this natural thing when Jesus is showing us the answer is the spiritual realm. Do you not see? There are, there are results. How many times have we faced challenges uh, and God has brought us through and has provided and shown us His goodness or blessed us at the last minute when we thought it wasn't going to happen. He blessed us anyway and it was such a wonderful thing and then we face another challenge and we just re react and we're like, why is this not working? I'm talking to myself sometimes. Right. Sometimes. So there's something that goes in there and then we can't get past it. But we've got to remain in a responsive spiritual atmosphere. Remain in the Spirit. Remain in the flow of the Spirit of your life. When things look tough, remember the things that God has already brought you through. It'll keep you going in the flow of the Spirit. Do not remove yourself from the Spirit. Amen. It's like getting off the train. You have a ticket. It's paid all the way through. Right? But just because you found the wrong seat or mistake mistaken a car for another car I'm mean, training examples here's another one you know praise the lord you know the locomotive anyway thinking of another message but just because you might have misunderstood something does not mean you can't fix it with a correct response amen repentance is a beautiful thing yeah. my goodness you imagine that we living in a world where repentance didn't exist And God and His love and His mercy put it into our arsenal for repentance to remain in right standing with Him through the blood of Jesus? My goodness. There should not be any excuse 
For us to remain carnal-minded when we have the life of the Spirit at our fingertips. Spiritually filled. Spiritual fingertips. Amen? Let me get back over here. Honor. So, Jesus said this. They, in the Weiss translation, that says, They saw him that which they disapproved. Saw of him, in him, that which they disapproved, and which hindered them from acknowledging his authority. So the thing they saw naturally was that they disapproved and hindered them was from acknowledging his authority. It is possible to have our receiving hindered if I do not correctly receive the one ministering. When we have guests and it's wonderful and we have, we have them and, and, it's, and our pastors even, you know, the places, and even, I mean, even tonight, praise God for, for everyone being here. Amen. You know, and there are people who will come because it's a name. And then they're gone, you know. Or they might have another church. I'm not, I'm just, but you know, there, there are some people show up because we're having an event. And it's great. We love them. Please, we love you. Don't, there's no condemnation coming. But I want you to understand when you're coming, you're coming for the spiritual reasoning. Amen. You're honoring the gift. That's why we talk about honoring the gift of God. Uh, responding correctly in that. So I correctly receive from the one ministering. Amen? And dishonor stops the channel I should receive from. It stops producing what I need to hear. Anybody just start thinking, just, just don't raise your hand. But, you know, you start, you know, going off and thinking about what I need to eat for lunch and, or whatever and, not, and disconnect somehow to the message. And then you're like, oh, wait, 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 pay attention, pay attention. Well, there was a conversation still going from the pulpit that whole time you were thinking about lunch. Now, I understand we got to discipline our mind. But what was said in that time that you were distracted by your old stomach? <laughs> right? I hear a voice. It's the voice of the tummy or whatever. But the, the, the thing is, is like... Yeah, it was rumbling. That, that was louder than the, you know, what was being said. And so you took your focus off and you reacted to a hunger or to a thought instead of staying connected and responding to the spiritual things that were being said. And then we got to go back and walk. Thank God for the AV department and recording because there are times I've gone back and listened. Like, I need to listen to that again. Right? Praise the Lord. And that's available. Then that's a great thing to have. You know, and uh, uh, but it's it's a it's a it's a level of honor that you pull yourself into. This is what I said at the beginning. You know, you want to receive faster, respond spiritually. Respond spiritually. There's a lot of things that if we don't respond spiritually to, we will never receive. You just never receive. I mean, there are people that I started FBIMA with. FBSOM now, but F, you know, Faith Builders International uh, Ministerial Academy. Now it's Faith Builders uh, School of Ministry. Um, but you know, and I look around and I'm thinking, what you know, where, where where are they? Some are doing wonderful things. Don't get me wrong. I'm not I'm not pointing fingers at anybody. But naturally, I just kind of stay connected. How are you responding to pressures? How are you responding to things? Amen? So if I do not properly receive the man or woman of God, it's possible not to receive what I need to hear, even though it may have been spoken. I didn't hear it because of the way I received that minister at that time. 
It's so it's John 6, 63. Let's go there real quick. Praise the Lord. I hope I'm helping you. John 6, 63. He says, Jesus speaking here, he said, It is the spirit that quickeneth. The flesh profits nothing. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. Praise God. But there are some of you that believe not. For Jesus knew from the beginning who they were that believed not, who should betray Him. And He said, Therefore I say unto you that no man can come unto me except for to be given from my Father. From that time many of His disciples went back and walked no more with Him. Then Jesus said unto the twelve, Will you also go away? Simon Peter answered Him, Lord, where are we going to go? You have the words of eternal life. Praise the Lord. And we believe and are sure that you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. There was a level of honor that Peter had here. There were things that he might have not fully understood, and we, I mean, he didn't, because I mean, Jesus talked about dying and being rose, <laughs> raised from the dead, and he still was like, not so! And you know, like, uh, he didn't understand what was happening. So there are things, he, but he understood one thing, that a continual honor for God in this, for Jesus. I may not understand it all, but you're anointed, you're the anointed one in His anointing. There are things that you may not understand fully that are being taught. But don't enter into dishonor. Of being like, well, I don't agree with that all the time. I mean, I mean, there are things that, I mean, no two minds think alike. But if I see it from the Word, that's the, that's the Word of God. We agree on that. Amen? But I'm not going to allow myself to enter into dishonor and cut myself off from receiving what God has anointed and placed in that office. Amen? I'm responding correctly. I'm responding to receive. Not just responding correctly. I'm responding to receive something. It's not a selfish thing. Because when you receive, then you're able to help others also. I mean, it's like the whole moat in the eye. You, I mean, you're trying to help somebody, but you, got, you, you, don't, you, you have an issue going on yourself. Get rid of the issue, then you can help the other person, right? So we're constantly receiving so we can help other people receive from the things of God. Amen? But he says, it is the spirit that quickens. The flesh profits nothing. The words I speak unto you, they're spirit and life. Let's go on down. And he says, and we believe that sure that you are the Christ, Son of the living God. Verse 70. Jesus answered him, have I not chosen you twelve and one of you is a devil? Boy. How would you, you like to be a part of that discipleship class? Uh, yeah. Somebody over there knows. So there's, I mean, your honor, this tells me a few things. It tells me that your honor can be, can be perceived and sensed. Well, Jesus is the Son of God. He knows all things. Yes, He's operating in the Spirit. The same Spirit we have. Yeah. Right? 
This is the very same spirit Jesus had, we have. And there's an anointing on his life that was connected through fellowship and discipleship to his disciples that he recognized which one had dishonor. Amen. Praise the Lord. Nobody like, we're like, oh, uh, I'm honorable. Thank you, Lord, for my pastors. Amen. <laughs> no, this is not an indictment. This is just saying how connected in the spirit realm when we bring honor to the man or woman of God, when we're honoring the gift, the anointing that's in them, the, 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 the mandate from God, the gift of God. The pastor is a gift to the church. Evangelists are a gift to the body. It's for the perfecting of the saints. We need the gifts, the fivefold ministry. We need that. And we honor those people who are called into those positions. But, we're, but it's not just the person or the personality. It's the anointing on their life that we are honoring. They carry it, so they get, they, they get the honor. I was watching, uh, um, well, I'll just use this as a recent example, but I was watching Sarah this morning uh, taking care of Pastor Marie. That, that was, I was saying, that's, that's honor for, for her, you know. And, and Pastor Marie, of course, you know, was a youth pastor here, and so Sarah had her and different things. And so there was, you know, there's a connection there. But, uh, but I was looking at what... What doorways is she opening up to the spirit realm is she doing through that honor? Amen. It's amazing. You know, there are people who want something, but will not be willing to put the honor forth to receive that something that they want. Oh, I wish I could do that. You can. Just going to flat out say it. You can. Why? Because the Bible says you can do all things through Christ which strengthens you. So there's no excuse that you can't. Amen. Praise the Lord. Ah, not, don't throw anything at me. No, but it, it's true. Honor. <laughs> Praise the Lord. That was honor is something that is felt. You can you can feel that honor. You ever like go to a, a, a maybe it's a hotel or something. You know, and you could dismiss hospitality, you know, their kindness and in, in different things. You can dismiss it as, oh, that's just their job. You know, and they're trying to honor you as a guest in their hotel or wherever, you know, whatever venue you might be at or whatever. They're trying to honor you and say, it's so great to have you. Is there something I can help you with? And you might call and ask for something or change something or whatever. And they're doing their best to make sure that you're comfortable and taken care of. Why? Because they're honoring you for staying at their hotel. Or I'm using that as an example. Amen. Right? But you can easily dismiss it as that's just their job. And not be thankful And then you enter into an entitlement, which is a reaction, not a response. Praise the Lord. This was not meant to be so direct. (laughs) I don't want to have an entitlement mindset to things that God has provided for me. I'm thankful. I am thankful for those things. Praise the Lord. I'm going to fast forward here. Dave talked about it. I'm going to go there. Luke chapter 17. 
said, Dave, don't be preaching on my notes. No. <laughs> no. Praise the Lord. I'm going to say this and kind of move into this a little bit here, but never be on the, give, the giving end of dishonorable speech or gossip about a man or woman of God, ever, ever. The Word of God says, Touch my, not mine anointed and do my prophets no harm. Why? Because there is, that's dishonor. And dishonor will cut you off quick to the things of God. Why? Because it's, it's, it's a carnal re- response, a reaction, excuse me. It's a carnal reaction. You, dishonor is, is based on, when you enter out of dishonor, it's because something in your feelings probably got hurt. And you're reacting out of the flesh towards dishonor in that. And they were, it's like we just read, they got offended at Jesus. And it's funny because I'm thinking, they're offended at him for having wisdom and the anointing to heal and set people free. And they're like, who are you? (laughs) Well, that's not shooting yourself in the foot. I don't know what is, but... And got offended at him because of some emotional reaction. And cut themselves off from honor. And he couldn't, he said, there's no honor here. And in his hometown, he could not do but a few healings too. He could no mighty work there. Lack of honor. Amen. Verse 11, And it came to pass as he went to Jerusalem that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. As he entered into a certain village there, met him ten men that were lepers which stood afar off. And Dave did an excellent job explaining that. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And he saw them and said unto them, Go show yourselves to the priest. And it came to pass, as they went, they were cleansed. Praise God for his healing power. Amen? And one of them... When he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God and fell down on his face and f- uh, at his feet, giving him thanks as he was a Samaritan. And Jesus answering, were there ten cleansed, but where are the, where are the nine? They're not found, uh, they that return to give glory to God, except for this stranger. And he said unto him, Arise, go your way, your faith has made you whole. And Dave did a good job explaining that. Nothing missing, nothing broken, complete, sound. Right? You see a level of honor that showed up into this man that came back to give thanks. I'm using that hotel example again, but that hotel example is these, the ten, the nine, had this praise God, I'm entitled. That's just what he does. It's what Jesus did. Praise the Lord, I'm cleansed, amen. Going to show myself to the priest, like he said. And did not render the proper response of thanksgiving that God did a miracle in their life and He gave thanks and was made whole. Which reminds me of Philippians. I'm going to hit this and go. Philippians chapter 4. Philippians chapter 4 talks about the church of Philippi. How they partnered with Paul. And he said, No man communicated with me concerning giving and receiving but you only. And at the end of that result, because of that honor for the ministry Paul had, what was the result that happened to the church of Philippi? That God was able to supply all their need. 
Not just some. There are, there, there are people who are living life in a sustained fashion because they love God and they, and they, they give to God and they're, they're just, but there is an all supply that has been yet to tap into. And people love God and they come and they show up and they praise God, but there's a level of honor that you can enter into that will help supply all your need in that. Why? Because you're tapping into a thanksgiving level. Yeah, we're thankful. We're great and grateful for the things of God. But there's a level of honor that enters you in. That man, that return, entered into a level of honor to worship God that he went down on his face. And if you look at the true worshipers uh, back in Matthew, where it says, or um, uh, where the true worshipers shall worship him in spirit and truth at the beginning, John chapter 4, when it says that, it actually talks about literally prostate on the ground, worshiping at the feet. He worshiped God through thanksgiving. And his worship and thanksgiving was a release of faith to make him whole. Amen. There was a response to receive. He opened up a channel through honor and responding correctly into the situation that it made him whole. Just like Philippians chapter 4 talks about, when you enter into an honor with God concerning giving and receiving, your all gets met. Your all gets met. He'll supply all your need. You know there's not a limit to that word need. If it's a need, He supplies it. Why? I go back to 1 Samuel chapter 2. Those who honor me, I will honor. Amen. That's a supply of need. Honor through operating the principles. Learned it this morning. Not just, uh, what was the word? Advice. Not advice. It's the truth of the word of God. And there are things laid out in his word that if you take those principles and put them to work, and you attach your honor to it, it will work every time. And fast, because it'll be responsive of the Spirit. Isn't that amazing? The way God has set us up for success. And we just come to Him with honor and obedience, willing to do what He says, and He's able to make you eat the good of the land. Why? Because I'm staying connected in the spirit flow. I'm being led by the spirit. How I respond, how I take, take things and pray about it, take it, take it out. I mean, listen, I had to do that the other day. I had to stop and get my mind back into the spirit about some things and pray. Just put, just put it back. Pastor Marie's talking about, nope, I had to talk to myself. I had to get my, I had to do time out. I had, a, I had to do a time out. Put myself in time out, get myself back in the spirit, hear correctly from God, say the right things, respond in a way that will produce. And would you know it, God showed up the very next day. He's faithful. I entered back into a realm of honor for his word. Not just reacting out of a carnal situation, you know, an emotional reaction of things. 
We talked about it. But that I, I want to avoid anything that's going to produce death. Amen. Because He's come to give us life and life more abundantly. The enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Right. Anything that has to do with death, I don't want a part of it. No, no, no. If it's going to destroy a relationship that God has called me to be a part of, not doing it. Whether that's with my brothers and sisters in here, my marriage. But I'm being led in everything because I want the spiritual response, the spiritual answers. Amen? Amen. I'm going to go over this one more time before we close. We're going to close right here. Praise the Lord. A response, a reaction, excuse me, is done on impulse without putting much thought into it or considering what the end result will be. A response is an answer to an action or situation with the end result in mind. It is an answer. The spiritual things of God are answers. They are answers. The spiritual things of God are answers. You want answers. Nobody takes a test and just wants bubbles filled or whatever, you know, letters filled in, however they do it. You want answers. Amen. You want answers on that test because the answers are what are going to produce the end result that you're looking for. Amen? Amen. So we're responders. In the Spirit, we respond to the things of the Spirit. Amen? Praise the Lord. I hope I helped you tonight. Amen. I'm like Pastor Murray. I had, had about four pages here, but I only got through two. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you, Lord, Father, for helping us grow and mature in things that you have for us. Lord, we lay hold of the things that uh, you're telling us to respond to. Lord, whether that be through messages and unctions and utterances, Father, that you have from the Spirit, we respond to them correctly so that we receive of you, Father, all the things. We don't want to leave anything unobtained in our life. Thank you, Father, for that. We glorify you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Was good seeing everybody tonight. Hallelujah. It's a beautiful day. Amen. It's a wonderful day. He's, this is the day he made. Amen. <laughs> I'm going to rejoice in that. Hallelujah. Well, it's good to see everybody. We'll see everybody Wednesday. If you could stand to your feet tonight. Pastor Marie's already halfway there. Uh, was see everybody Wednesday. Uh, if not, you can watch by uh, watch online as well too. Uh, Wednesday's United with Pastor. Uh, praise the Lord. I'm, I'm kind of excited to hear his messages from, from tonight, too. So I'm ready to turn that on and watch on YouTube. But amen. Praise the Lord. Uh, and, uh, of course, we have the, the expansion Young Adult, uh, July 3rd. So it's a Sunday after uh, service. Um, we'll have that. So if you know any young adults who would like to come and hang out with us, get sandwiches. There are some people who are already trying to fish their way into it. They're, they're a part of the Oasis group. Uh, but they're trying to come anyway. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's good. I love my family. Y'all get me. Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, let's say the vision. The vision of our church will always be 
to build people's faith and frame their world by the Word of God. You and I will always be world changers. God bless you. Thank you for joining us for this message. We would love to hear from you. If you have a prayer request or want to share how this message has helped you, send us an email at main at buildfaith.net. This message and many more materials are available to you free of charge, can be found at buildfaith.net or at any of our location media stores. As always, keep the switch of faith turned on and build your faith and frame your world by the Word of God.